So I don't know if you saw this. This was a uh, study done uh, recently where the thesis was essentially that because of the lockdowns with COVID, uh, the West would see a slight uptick in uh, like a small baby boom. Uh, you know, I don't have to explain everything to you, but uh, of course adults get bored and when in theory they're married and uh, happily so, you know, one thing leads to another. Um, but that's really not what I'm here to talk about, of course. Uh, this is the personal finance segment. And what I'm getting at here is that when you couple this realization that not only did this baby boom not happen, but there was an actual decrease in the U.S. fertility rate. Europe has seen this uh, over time, and much of the industrialized world is for whatever reason, and I'm not sure the science behind it, families are smaller in the industrialized world uh, when you compare it to developing countries that have anywhere from four to, to you know, seven kids versus the uh, industrialized world, which has, you know, one kid to three. And three is considered the, you know, a large family. Um... What this essentially means is that when you have a situation that the U.S. does with the baby boom population, as they are now aging, you know, they were the, a lot of the workforce and they were able, um, while they were paying taxes uh, and supporting a lot of the programs, you had a tax boon, you just had a, uh, and you had a, a workplace boon as well. But now that those jobs, that their jobs are, are being replaced through technology and then their tax base is shifting as well as, as they age, um, you're going to see a, a much greater strain on Social Security. And again, there's reports out now that Social Security is going to be broke by 2029 is what most experts predict. What does that mean? Well, no politician is going to run on, you know, what sane politician would come out and say, I'm going to take away your Social Security. Nobody would vote for him, right? So, of course, they're going to, the only alternative to have it not go bankrupt is to come out and say, we're going to raise your taxes or we're going to raise corporate taxes or whatever. Um, higher taxes is the inevitable conclusion. What does this mean? Well, it means for people who have deferred the tax on their qualified plans, they will effectively guaranteed that their taxes will be, uh, they will pay taxes on that money at a higher rate. Why? Well, they'll have less deductions because they'll have paid everything off later in life. And as they're starting to take withdrawals at taxable dollars, they uh, will incur uh, will incur the tax. Because, and we say this all the time, whenever you sign up for a tax-deferred plan, you're not saving any money on taxes. You're not only deferring the taxes due today, but you're delaying the tax calculation. So if you're in a higher bracket where the brackets shift by the time you take money out of your account, you're out of luck. Or maybe the bracket hasn't shifted. Maybe you've made it and you're in the same bracket in retirement, but you have less tax deductions and therefore a higher effective rate. Or maybe the percentage on your bracket has changed and you still lose. Now with all these programs going broke, Inevitably, taxes are going up. 
the cost of living will go up if they decide to raise taxes uh, on corporations because the cost of labor will go up. So I believe that the financial industry is going to have to change. I think we're going to have to start advocating. We're going to have to really start advocating for our clients to pay the tax now. Let the government get their money now. That's within the code. And let somebody else deal with a higher tax rate, but not our clients. Because our objective is to have our clients spend the most money that they can in retirement, right? Our objective is to get them most money that we can and use it the most efficiently. Well, how can you say you're being efficient if you haven't dealt with the tax problem? Instead, you just kick the can down the road. Well, now not only does the client have to pull out money while the market's volatile in their 401k, but now you haven't dealt with the tax problem. So you have taxes, market volatility, uh, withdrawals, stops the compounding interest. You have all these problems that you could have accounted for, but, but you didn't. And now when people are retiring, it's too late. Not only that, not only that, but people are living longer, and that's great. I'm not against that, obviously, and I don't think anybody is against people living longer. But what it does do, and the effect that it has on your plan, is you're going to need more money, or you're going to need each and every dollar to work better for you. That means not giving it away to the government. That means not giving away to the financial institutions in terms of fees. That means not losing it in the stock market. I mean, it's accounting for taxes. And if you're deferring taxes to a day when they are pretty much guaranteed now that they will be higher, can we agree that the financial industry isn't doing its job if we don't change what we preach? So it's going to have to, this this change is going to have to be, the, the solution is not going to be governmental. You can't be, it can't come from government. Because politicians don't run on truth, they run on pandering, they run on getting elected. That's their objective, their objective isn't to help you, their objective is to get elected, so they don't actually have to work a real job like you and I. So that means the solution to this, because they are going to raise taxes again, because in trying to get elected, they will not take advocate taking away Social Security. They will change the rules. So you may be paying into Social Security your whole life, and then the government comes in and says, you're too rich, you don't get any of it back. And their other solution is to raise taxes. Those are the only, really the only two things that I can see reliably happening. So just ask yourself the simple question. Does it make sense to defer your, your tax rate? I would say not. And that's your, your uh, financial lesson for the day. It's the most important thing that I believe that I can communicate to you. I will never tell my clients to defer their taxes. I will not sell out in order to do that. Sure, I could make a lot through fees through putting people in, in tax-deferred situations because that's what they want to hear. But I wouldn't be able to sleep at night knowing what I know. And that's what I do. why I do what I do. 
and I hope to pass that information on to you. I know this one was a little bit shorter than the ones we've getting, been getting, but this I saw this news story uh, come across, and I had to use this platform um, to make these connections for you because I don't think this can be uh, overstated. But I'm Kevin Prendeville. This was your financial lesson for the day, and we'll see you tomorrow with The Kevin Prendeville Show. Stay with us.